Hello, everybody. It's Notes of a Goon. We're here for you. You're here for us. I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn, and I'm joined, as always, by my stalwart producer, Michael Harrington. How are you, Mike? Feeling stalwart as ever, Chris, if I'm being honest. I'm glad you do. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you feel very stalwart. I'm, feel, look, I'm just going to let everybody know. I don't know if this show's coming out on time for the next two weeks. I'm just telling you that now. Why? Uh, I got some stuff I got to do next week, and then we got, we're going to be at Skankfest, and it's a whole to-do. Okay. Uh, we can record a show at Skankfest. Apparently, there's a podcast studio. Yeah, you, we, you should reserve that studio time now. Uh, I believe that's a stalwart producer's job. All right, tell me when you're free during the festival, and I'll make it work. Uh, I haven't really gotten a schedule yet, because uh, I think I'm supposed to do Spook Show. Uh, probably somebody will puss out of the naked roast. I'm going to assume not Karen Feehan. She's on there. She's on there? Yes. Is she really? Yeah. God I'll bless be honest, her, dude. That's good. Thank God a lady is up there. It's not good. It's great. Well, yeah, it's great. Also, she's mean. A lot of times they get dudes up there who are willing to get naked, but aren't mean. I was the only one mean on that whole panel last year. Were you really? Yeah. Ellis didn't say anything mean, despite having that huge of a cock. It was crazy. <laughs> he does seem very villainous. Yeah. There's also two part of the problems, which I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to be on at least one. Probably. Yeah, but nobody's telling me what I got to do. And then Lewis told me that he wanted me on the depraved, but then I wasn't on the thing. So I don't know what's going to happen at Skankfest. It's tragic. Yeah. Just book the studio for every s- slot that's open. And we'll make one of them work. <laughs> I don't think they're going to let me do that. Mike, I don't know if you know the amount of power you have. Yeah? Yeah, dude. You... Do I really? Yeah, dude. Why did no one tell me? Just tell them you're going to start knocking up their other employees. If they don't give you all the studio time you need. I do have very potent jizz, apparently. Yeah. We could just do a podcast at 7.30 in the morning. That mean... All right, here's the problem with that. Alex is working the podcast studio, so that means Alex has to be there at 7.30. I wouldn't mind being Why don't there. you just work the podcast studio? Because I don't know how to work that fucking thing. Does she? Yeah, well, look, it's going to be her job to figure it out, and I'm not going to make it mine. Mm. Seems Seeming less and less stalwart. As this what are you pregnancy. talking about? First of all, you're sleeping more than her. She's pregnant. Yeah. Okay. She sleeps like a baby. You're just sleeping more and more. Like, the last two weeks in a row, you've gotten here after me because you were napping at home. Um, no, I was doing business things today. What business? You don't, you don't know all my business. I That's got true. That's why I'm asking about. a question. That's how questions work, stupid. Yeah. I, well, you now, said Congress, it very facetiously. A, yeah. It seems like you were doing the business of napping. <laughs> Look, man. Napping is tough. I was work. doing business things. My cat wouldn't get off my chest, and I gradually f- fell off in the dreamland. The cat gave me. Don't the worry, business. I was negotiating deals with the Sandman. <laughs> um, no, I did. I had uh, I had a, like I had hop on a Zoom call, and there may a have, Zoom call. There may have been a nap in there. What is it? Two thousand and one, twenty one. There you go. Bam. I'm very <laughs> sleepy. I didn't take a nap. I just came here. You should have taken a nap, dude. Uh, Naps are kind of the shit. You know what? It's a housekeeping part of this show. I'm just going to be very frank here. 
I did a lot of drugs today. Yeah? Various ones. I'm not even going to say which ones, but they prohibit napping. And there was three of them. Why were you doing that before you got here? I just, yeah. Did you spend all weekend with Justin? Justin didn't do any drugs this weekend. I didn't say he did. Oh. No, just Saturday. Okay. Why? I Just because, you know, when people hang out with Justin, they tend to want to do drugs. Oh, because he's Jewish and they're annoying? It's fucking anti-Semitic, dude. <laughs> well, we'll talk about Maryland. Maryland, was, it was a good trip. It was an interesting drive to Maryland. It was me, Menu, and Hart, Robbie Bernstein, <sighs> and Justin Silver. And uh, I made a 70-year-old lady pull her titties out. What? You made her? At gunpoint? I was hosting, and I was like, look, if you're going to talk, you have to take your tits out. And then she took one tit out. And it was a pretty decent tit for a 70-year-old lady. I'm not going to lie. I was like, whoa, that's a pretty good tit. And everybody looked at it. And I was like, wait a second. Why did you pull out that tit? And then uh, uh, I was like, let me see the other one. I was like, I bet it's a fucking mess. And it was like a quato head that came out of her other side. Yeah? Like, you called it? Dude, it was a, the other tit. was It was crazy, <laughs> the disparity of these tits. I would not think. You'd think gravity is supposed to work equally. On objects. Isn't that, is that not? This bitch was defying physics. It was crazy. And not only that, her good tit, so she, it was a bench table, it was a long table. She sat on the side where her good tit would be forward in case somebody asked her to present a tit. Yeah, best tit forward. Obviously. She got it right out there. She was prepared. Then she pulled out the second one, and it was crazy. What well, was crazy about it? It was just, it was a gnarled old lady titty. It was what you expect. It was like she was half Banshee. Wait, do Banshees have fucked up titties? I think Banshees have shitty titties. I think that's the whole thing. You're like haggard old fucking uh, Banshees. Mm. But yeah, mostly Maryland was fine. Go to Fifth Company Brewing. They have wrestling shows there. The room was great. They were very nice and friendly to us. Uh, nicer than any comedy club's ever been to me when I was there. So now I'm frustrated because fucking... Uh... Robbie extended the invite to take the drive down with you guys. Would you should have taken the drive. Would there have been room in the car? No. Hmm. All right. So now I'm glad I didn't go and just sit bitch all the way to Maryland. But That would have sucked. Alex was away all day. So you couldn't just take her car? No, no, no. She had the car, but I could have, like, if you guys were in, like, a three-seat, like, three-row SUV type deal. Oh, yeah. That I could have come along for that. Yeah, that could have been good. Yeah. Nah, Instead, I did, uh, I did a show in the Supreme Building. What do you mean? I did a show. Uh, there's the. the what do you mean? You did a show. So the Supreme. You building. did this show without me? No, 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 I did a comedy show. Oh, you produced a comedy show. I produced a comedy show. Okay. Um, it was kind of unexpectedly fell on my lap. It was pretty sweet though. It's like a uh, the Supreme Building, mm. um, one ninety Bowery. It's the second floor, which is like this like sick Gen Z. Like you would you ten years ago you would have called it a millennial workspace. Now it's a Gen Z workspace okay. where it's like. There was nobody on a scooter. You know what I mean? Like, okay. That's what's cool about it. <laughs> like, it's everything you would picture in a millennial workspace, but no, like... Beer on tap. Kombucha's uh, in the fridge. No, 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 no. No. So, there there was a bar station. Okay. Uh, but there was a full coffee bar, and pretty much everybody was microdosing. So, oh. it's like a very, you know, like there's... Like, we work used to have free beers, right? Everybody's like, always microdosing. Yeah, this the is... The microdosing, it never stops with the micro... There's always a new microdose. Mm-hmm. There's always a new, different microdose. People are telling you to microdose fucking 
peptides now or fucking HGH or whatever. There's always a new microdose. They're always trying to People pitch. are microdosing HGH? People are microdosing HGH. It's crazy. Everybody's that doing a new, smart. A, a new different microdose all the time. Here's the microdose you really want, Mike. As a man, that stuff that they use to chemically castrate prisoners, microdose that. Why? You ever try to get something done? And then all of a sudden there's 16 Pornhub tabs open and you're like, how'd that happen? Yeah, then you just jerk off and you're good for like an hour and a half. Yeah, but that took a while to open all those tabs. It's not the jerking that takes the time. It's the tab opening. All right. I mean, I don't... Microdose the stuff that they give to pedophiles to chemically castrate them. And then you'd actually write an email an hour. You think that's what it would take to write one email per hour? For you? Yes. I bet you I could write an email an hour without taking that. A good email? Where you're all pent up? A bomb-ass email. Dude, I want my balls to be almost dead for the workday and then to come alive at five. You know what I mean? I want there to be a true happy hour where my pedophile fucking chemical castration microdose wears off and then I'm just like, all right, I'm all man again. I think that'd be. I think that's the way. That's the best way. I agree. Yeah, we got to start doing that. I mean, where do we get that? And how can you be sure that you're just microdosing? Like how? Like because I've tried to just come across some stuff. Somebody called me yesterday and was like, "Hey, dude, I have eighty boxes of Narcan," and I was like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, you know where I could flip this Narcan?" And I was like, "I don't know, probably Skankfest." But I'm You're saying, not wrong. We should be giving out Narcan kits to like one out of every 10 people who come. One out of that. every 10 people? That's a lot of Narcan kits. Yeah, they're free. They're not free. They come from the government. They're free. I don't think you know how that works. They're like $80. You don't have to. You have to pay for Narcan? Big, first of all, big festivals have to pay for Narcan. There's only like seven states that will give an individual Narcan. And it's a whole to-do. Is it really? You gotta wait for it to come in the mail. I bet, you know, they should have the same programs for this chemical castration thing. Self-reporting pedophiles, before they act out, should be able to eat that pill. And also me, when I gotta get something done. If you're not a medical professional, getting a dose can be difficult. It's fucking crazy. It's nuts. It's a crazy thing. Narcan won't have any effect on someone who doesn't need it. Everybody needs it, dude. Bro. Fentanyl's everywhere. Okay, seriously. I'm, I'm like, this is not, not even silly time happy hour. If it's that easy mm-hmm. and there's no risk to giving it to someone who does not have an opioid problem, what? why not? Just make it free and give it to you. They gave away how many COVID shots? Why can't they give this one away? Who knows, Mike? Who knows? It's helpful and useful. Whatever. What are we going to do? Look, as you know, this is our house cleaning segment. We've done a lot of it here. But there's one thing I got to go with. Can't you be sweet? Do I deserve such treatment? I got a bone to pick with you.
Mike, how do you spell portmanteau? You see that reaction you just gave me? P-O-R-T-M-A-N-T-O. Okay. You see that reaction you just gave me and then immediately checked? Yeah. How come you didn't do that before you posted the last episode of this show? What do you mean? Which, as of this morning, was still spelled P-O-R-T-M-O-N-D-O. Well, you know. <laughs> like, why? Like, you did that. Look, do you see how quickly you did that? <laughs> like, it was within se- Like, you proved my point. <laughs> you did that within seconds. <laughs> and it's just like, it's like, why didn't you just do that a week ago? What do you mean? The title of the show is... Was a plethora of portmanteaus or something? A Venn diagram mm-hmm. of portmanteaus. You know the funny thing is? Uh-huh. I actually Googled Venn diagram to see if there was a space in there or not. <laughs> and I was like, portmanteau? I got that. That's an easy one. You think you just sound out a French word? Yeah. You didn't even think it was French, did you? No. But I was like, look. What did you think the... the etymology of portmanteau was? Um, Portuguese. So you figure P-O-R-T, and then you're like, the Portuguese aren't... Oh, but you know Portuguese, you know the way Portuguese words yeah, are Yeah, like Figueredo, Portmando. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. You know what? <laughs> I am sated, because <laughs> I'll throw this out there. Because of your MMA knowledge, I will say that maybe you knew, you thought you knew Portmanteau if you thought it was Portuguese... Although it is very stupid to think that just because a word starts with port, it is Portuguese. Well, I mean, where, where else is the root coming from? What? It's just, there's only a certain amount of letters, Mike. All signs point to no. <laughs> I don't even think port wine is from Portugal. All right, that can't be true. It, it must be. I don't think it is. Is port wine from Portugal? Is a Portuguese fortified wine okay. produced in Duro. Fair. Yeah. What about porter beer? Hmm. That's got to be Irish. There's, I mean, that's where the name porter comes from. But then again, it does taste like port wine. Both are shit, by the way. Both port are wine? trying to sink the Santa Maria in that movie. Hmm. Porter is a dark style of beer developed in London, England, from well hop beers made from brown malt or well-roasted barley. Porter is disgusting. Is it? I'm not a fan. Mm. Never had when I liked Some dork is going to be mad that I'm saying this I don't care I don't know dude I haven't had a beer since 2007 But from what I remember I like dark beers And this sounds just like a dark beer Nah man No? I, I don't mind a stout I don't like. I don't mind Guinness or Murphy's or whatever This is like darker? Even an oatmeal stout I'm like that's nah, fine Porter is like ugh. Every time I've ever had a porter I'm like this is it tastes like you're drinking it out of like sludge out of a storm drain. I hate it. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, I don't like it. Moving on. You hear about this bros movie? It's about bros, I oh. think. That sounds that sounds dope. Seems pretty cool. This guy's broing down. I didn't see it. And apparently no one else did. Uh uh. Here's the thing about when you name a movie bros. Don't put the guy from Billy on the Street in the movie. Do you know who's not going to go see that? 
bros. Yeah, it's like uh, they, I think they were trying to, you know. It's a very gay movie, Mike. Yeah, I super think, gay. I think they were trying to. What's that thing? A uh, subvert expectations. They were trying to subvert expectations of the movie. Well, no. Well, because so, gay dudes are broy, right? But it's like some. I think gay dudes don't want to. No, I think all gay dudes are broy. Even femi gay dudes are broy, in their own way. There are like annoying woke gay people, but for the most part, gay dudes bro down. I don't even. This is the most inclusive I can be. I don't know why you're looking at me that way. It's, just, it's sus, dude. The whole thing, sus. You, me saying that gay dudes bro down. I bet you bro down with some gay dudes. Yeah, yeah. You know what they like? Cocaine and butt sex. Who doesn't like that? Yeah, those guys do seem pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, way. exactly. Fucking, you know what they also like? Fucking light billowy shirts that seem very comfortable. All right. I, I mean, you're selling me on this whole being gay thing. Well, I'm not saying we should be gay. I'm just saying gay dudes bro down mostly. But I think there's this expectation of them where they don't want to be perceived broily. You know what I mean? So when you name a gay movie bros, motherfuckers don't maybe want to see it. You know what I mean? Because the movie made dick money. It was made like $4 million over the weekend. Yeah, made absolutely nothing. Uh, you want to see the trailer? Uh, Yeah, let's see the trailer. I feel like I remember seeing it being like, oh, that could be funny. It's Bobby Lieber, and welcome to your favorite podcast where I talk about whatever I feel like talking about. Uh, first problem. These big movie producers. Hold on, pause it. Why is that a problem? What do you think we're doing? Exactly. You're saying he's stealing our whole thing? I'm saying you, I'm And saying, gaying it up? I'm saying you can't make a movie about this. Oh, about this? You cannot make No, you make the podcast about it. That's what it is. That's what a podcast is. Honestly, if this whole thing was just a podcast about some gay guy who reviews movies, I'm probably listening to it. Yeah, gay guys know about movies and shit. Yeah, I mean, obviously not how to make them. And, and well, I mean, and I think gay guys properly. do know how to make movies. <laughs> yeah? We'll get to that in a minute. But I'll say this. Marin did well for three seasons with the podcast thing. That was all right, that show. As a fun. TV show? Yeah, it was fine. I didn't have to pay $8 for it. or I guess that's not how much movies cost anymore. Yeah, movies are like, it's like a $50 night. You know what? It's I always, because you just spend the money and you forget. But like, I still think of movies that, as $8, even though I know it's $25 to get into a fucking movie theater. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. <laughs> um, like, I know that inherently, but anytime I go, yeah, I'll go to the movies. It's 8 bucks. It's not $8 to go to a movie. Whatever. Let's watch more of this trailer. We want you to write a rom-com about a gay couple. Something a straight guy might even like and watch with his girlfriend. Gay guys are my jam. Awesome. Something a straight guy might like? Am I going to be in the middle of some high-speed chase then all of a sudden fall in love with Ice Cube? Am I going to get butt-fucked by Jason Momoa while we're both worrying about a volcano? They said, we just want a movie that shows the world that gay relationships and straight relationships are the same. Love is love is love. And I said, love is love is love. No, it's not. That is bullshit. All right, pause. He's predicting his movie not working <laughs> in the trailer. Can we just fuck in the trailer? He's literally saying... In the trailer of this movie, he's being very self-aware, but here's why this movie won't work to mass audiences. Now, let's keep watching. 
friendships are different. I have to go to a party and you're too old to be in the pool. Please leave. Our sex lives are different. Ass pick. Don't have ass pick. Must see pick of ass. <laughs> Took this just for you, bro. Did he block me? Our relationship. Boom. Hold on. Pause it. What I say about K dudes broing down? That's pretty broed out. Can't argue with that. Yeah. That dude blocked him for having a bad ass? All right, but the other guy was being a real bitch about it. That's not bro shit. Yeah, but some, I'm saying. He fucking, he, he, like, he took a sneak diss when he, when he texted bro. Like, he was mad typing bro. Yeah, but that other dude who was a bro was like, bro. <laughs> bro. Seems like you hang out with cool gay dudes and Billy Eichner's not that guy. What if they just made I a movie? I don't hang out with Billy Eichner. What if they made a movie about two cool gay guys? I would watch a movie about two cool gay guys. Maybe they commit crimes. I feel like gay dudes would be the best cat burglars. Right? Yeah. Way better than ladies. They know how to get in and out of closets. They, they're very sneaky. You <laughs> creep on things. All right, let's watch the rest of this trailer. Sexual Awareness Week and Billy no Tucci Straight. That's a cool gay guy. Lesbian History Month was in March. The bitch Nobody from Boondock Saints. Of course, lesbians get a month and we get a week. I don't want any Hollywood bullshit. No scenes where two guys are about to hook up and all of a sudden the camera conveniently pulls away. Oh, hey, I'm gonna go. This is nice meeting you. Yeah, you too. Pause it. Pause it. Bro, <laughs> you pause it when they're working out. They're broing down these gay dudes. They seem pretty broed out. You see that guy sucking that guy's dick with that other guy? Well, he was he was still trying to like have like a moment. That's bro shit right there. You're like, we're sucking each other's cock and you're still trying to have a moment. No, see, here's the problem. This guy, Billy Eichner, is essentially- He just sucks. He's the only woman in this movie. Yeah, he stinks. It's a whole bunch of bros and then yeah. this broad. Fucking uh, Amy Schumer in Trainwreck was more of a bro than Billy Eichner in bros. Yeah, Amy, and that's the problem with bros. Amy Schumer was having one night stands in Staten Island. What's more broy than that? There is nothing more broy than that. <laughs> Taking a boat for some dick. Let's go. I don't mean. My whole life, I prided myself on being self-reliant. What is going on with you? This motherfucker has gone into my head. What are you into? One of these fucking ripped idiots with no opinions? No, I like someone who's physically very frail and won't stop talking. Maybe pause it, pause it, pause it. Is this about, because you see that it's very clear, like this, this trailer trumps around. But Billy Eichner gets jacked in this movie. Does he become a bro? I think it's, it's his journey to becoming a bro. Is he... Okay, so is that why he seems like such a wormy cunt all the time? Is because he's really a caterpillar? <laughs> and he has to get into his bro cocoon? And then that guy he's dating has to cover him in cum? Like, just... Ropes of cum to make a cocoon. And then he gets jacked inside the cocoon. The cocoon has its own gym. It's somehow a studio apartment, but it has all of the things that you need for... It's just, it's just a bed and a Bowflex. It's a studio apartment... And he just gets yoked. That's what it is. It's bro cum is Chris Benoit's wet dream. <sighs> yeah, just wrote. He just the studio it, apartment in a boat flex. Yeah, just a studio apartment, <laughs> boat flex inside a cocoon of jizz. 
I mean, for Chris Benoit, it would have been Eddie Guerrero's Latin jizz, but for Billy Eichner, it's just that handsome white fella. But let's keep going. That's the problem. Oh my God. Gay sex was more fun when straight people were uncomfortable with it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm not the right person to write a rom-com anyway. Oh my God, do you guys remember straight people? Yeah, they had a nice run. All right. I mean, that just seems like a movie. I wonder why straight people didn't want to see it. Yeah, I mean, well, they could have... Honestly, more straight people would have seen it if they were just left off that last five seconds of that trailer. Because we were hyped until that. Yeah. Until they tried to make it look like an Apatow movie that is clearly just too long. How long is a movie? I mean... I have no idea, but I would have guessed two two hours and 20 minutes. And I'll be honest, I'm done with a two-hour-plus comedy. Get the fuck out of here. Hour 55. That's not... It's still comedy. It's not terrible, but I would have, from that trailer, I'll be honest, I would have thought, how long is Trainwreck? Because Trainwreck, I went into it assuming it was less than two hours, and it might have been more. But that, I would have been like, oh, this is going to be a slog. Trainwreck is 205. Okay, that's what I'm saying. But I went into Trainwreck based on the trailer, being like, this will be an hour 45. I can do this. That... After that last little thing at the end, I would have been like, that is, oh, that might be a slog. No comedy should be longer than 90 minutes. I pretty much agree. I mean, I feel like there's probably good comedies that are over. I feel like there's ubiquitously good comedies that are over 90 minutes. Sure. Like, how long is Caddyshack? Caddyshack's got to be two hours. I don't think it is, dude. Animal House. 138. Okay, so that's close. Uh... How long is Animal House? And then how long is Anchorman? Animal House, 149. Okay, so that's getting to two hours. Uh-huh. Animal House is about two hours. Anchorman is 134. Really? Yeah. What Anchorman is in and out. They really jam a lot of stuff in there. It's almost like it's a movie about gay people. It's crazy. It's almost like, you know, uh, Judd Apatow is a great producer and maybe not the best director. 40-Year-Old Virgin's got to be a long-ass movie, right? I would assume. I feel like that's got to be six hours long. It's longer than Hateful Eight, right? 40-Year-Old Virgin is uh, 156. All right, that's getting there. That's two hours. That Yeah, that proves. like getting. Once you start getting... Because Animal House feels like a long comedy. And like by the end of it, you kind of go... If I watched Animal House now, I'd be like, why is there all this stuff? Right. You know what I mean? Knocked up 213, dude. Oof. Wild. Now you're just using this as an excuse to shit on... Ab- Did Apatow produce this movie? Oh, yeah. Of course. Step Brothers, 138. Okay. But here's the reason why we're talking about this. Billy Eichner took... So the movie made... Uh, can you look up the box office for the movie? I think it was like some like $5 million for the weekend or something. Which And it was an expensive movie to make, apparently. Um, You got that? Uh... Oof. Yeah, bros. Total uh, for the weekend was four point nine million. Avatar, the re-release, five million. Well, uh, sure. In its second weekend, I didn't even know Avatar had gotten re-released. <laughs> so, I knew Bro- Bros was out. Uh, that's something. 
Number one of the box office, Smile at twenty two point six million. Well, so, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's uh, they've they've been doing a pretty good job marketing. It's a horror, new horror movie. What is it? So it's a new horror movie where um, I don't want to get too into this. We're talking about bros. No, right? I know. I'm just it's it's kind of cool. So what they've been doing is like it's like the 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 concept of the movie is like if you see like this fucked up smile, mm-hmm. like now the monster's after you, and uh, they've been paying like different people to go sit behind home plate for um for like baseball games oh, okay. and just do the smile. So they're doing good viral marketing yeah. if you're watching if you're actively watching baseball. It's it's and the the imagery is so haunting. No, but it's like it's beyond that cuz it's been getting clipped for like TikTok and Instagram being like, "Oh my god, look oh, at this okay. up They're doing the So no, game. I mean whatever it is, I guarantee you that's I'm I I guarantee you that the studio is contributing to whatever the first couple of viral clips were. Yeah. But whatever. I mean they're doing a good job. Yeah. Okay. You know it's not I mean, I heard about Bros. I'm not going to see it. I mean, but also, I'm maybe never going to see a movie again. Who knows? Um, but uh, uh, if you pull up Billy Eichner's tweets about Bros' abysmal weekend, mm-hmm. uh, I want the whole thread. I want to go. Th- we're gonna go through this piece by piece because I was reading this last night and I was like, Jesus Christ, Bill! I almost wish I knew him. So I could be like, don't tweet that. Um, all right, let's go to just go to the first tweet. Yeah. All right. There's a there's one thread that's the main thread that's gone viral. Please make sure you have that as what yeah, you put. Yeah. No, I do. I had well, here's the thing. I had it as a f- in part of a Fox News article, but they left out the first tweet. So I'll, no, yeah, yeah. I'll let's start just go with the first one in the thread. Also, when we're talking about gay stuff, Mike, just a weird thing, and I, I might want to clip this for YouTube or something. Let's not go with the Fox News article. Okay, man. I just the, obviously they're the ones reporting on this. I'm just saying the bros are going to be mad at us. I just I don't want the bros to be mad at us, dude. I think okay. I want I want them to know we're broing down with them. Fair and balanced coverage, man. So last night I snuck in at uh, and sat in the back of a sold out theater playing Bros in L.A. Well, the audience howled with laughter, start to finish. I don't believe you. That's never happened in any Judd Apatow movie. None. Start to finish. Burst into applause at the end, and some were wiping away tears as they walked out. It was truly magical. Really, I am very proud of this movie. That was, uh, let me get the date on that. Uh, That was October 2nd uh, Uh at 5.26 p.m. Okay. Uh, um, There's no way that happened. There's no way... A group of people applauded at the end of a movie and then wiped gay people? A group of gay people. Monkeypox is happening, people. They got other shit to worry about. They get, oh, Billy made us a movie. Our guy, he's our impractical joker. That's what they say. Who the fuck? Shut up. That's the stupid, self-important dribble. Can I get the rest of this thread? Uh, okay. And how how much later was the second tweet? Uh, minutes, minutes. Um, I'd also like to point out, just want to just the issue with the wording of that tweet. He snuck in and grabbed a seat in the back of a sold-out theater. Well, if you could grab a seat, it wasn't a sold-out theater. If there's one seat open, that's not sold out, doggy. Well, it could have been sold out. 
right. <clears throat> uh, Rolling Stone already has bros on the list of best comedies of the 21st century. What's also true is that at one point, a theater chain called, Univer- called Universal and said they were pulling the trailer because of the gay content. Uh, Universal convinced them not to. America, fuck yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, he could have, I'm just going to throw this out there. He could have removed the et cetera, et cetera at the end of that and uh, finished spelling universal in that second time he put universal instead of abbreviating it uni, which is obnoxious. Um, second of all, I don't know that that's necessarily a thing that happened. I don't buy it. Um, third, we'll pull that up again. Uh, yeah, Rolling Stone, the best comedies of the 21st century. Okay. Every mainstream publication rushes to throw something on a list quickly that has representation and a massive amount of marketing behind it. That's this is not an actual like it's it's more than more it's time and time again proven that the critic scores no longer matter as much as the audience scores on Rotten Tomatoes when it comes to box office. Although the Rotten Tomato scores on this movie aren't bad because the people went to see it are who it's for, right? I yeah. I although if you so there's an estimate that one in ten people are gay. Cut that in half. So one in twenty people are uh, 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 gay men, right? So that's fifteen million people in America. That would be way more than even if movies were still eight bucks, it would be way more than four million dollars. That's not how many people want to see this movie. Maybe some of them are still scared of COVID. I don't know. Biden said it was over. Monkeypox, dude. I really think the monkeypox might you might be onto something with that. They're not monkeypox doesn't get you in the theater. Could no, no. no. If you're hugging and and, and oh, if you're crying yeah. and hugging because the movie's so emotional, right. maybe they were so worried that they would be so emotional during Bros. And again, that trailer didn't look. I mean, if if you told me that movie, if you show me that trailer again, cut off the last five seconds, and you go, this movie's eighty minutes, I'd be like, I'll watch that. I might not pay to see that. Pootie Tang was 80 minutes. I saw that in a theater. You went to the theater for Pootie Tang? Yeah, I was like 11. Oh, okay. Yeah. I saw it on Comedy Central. I think movies were way less than $8 when they came out. Uh, I have the budget for the movie. $22 million. Oof. I believe uh, that is before they factored in uh, Obviously, before marketing. That's the production budget. Okay. So let's read, let's read some more of these Billy Eichner tweets because they're ridiculous. They get progressively more ridiculous and fraudulent. Uh, that's just the world we live in, unfortunately. Even with glowing reviews, great Rotten Tomato scores, an A Cinema score, etc., straight people, especially in certain parts of the country, I'm sure he wanted to put italics on there, I'm adding that, uh, just didn't show up for bros. And that's disappointing, but it is what it is. I'm going to point this out, Mike. This is where I'm going to point this out. Um, Do you know what year The Birdcage came out? I'm going to guess 1995. Yes, you are correct. Hell yeah. Uh, do you know how much money the birdcage made? 
$124 million in 1995 $8 ticket dollars. Okay. The Birdcage is the gayest motherfucking movie that ever motherfucking existed. Although it is a rom-com about a straight couple, technically. Super gay, though. It's almost like people will go see a gay thing if there's talented actors in it. Also, Nathan Lane actually gay? I don't know. I don't know. If he's not gay, great actor. I mean, if he's gay, great actor, but still. Uh, yeah, he came out in 99 after the killing of Matthew Shepard. Okay. So, all right. So that is a gay movie with a gay. Is Hank Azaria gay? I don't think so. I have no idea. Also, none of my business. I know he's not Indian. Uh, Robin Williams, for sure not gay, right? Um, I mean, according to my father, I won't see that half a fruit in anything that's not a cartoon. Okay, so uh, no, uh, Hank Azaria is not gay, and I know because he gave up playing a gay character on The Simpsons because representation Apu wasn't gay. <laughs> Um, Hank Azaria, I don't know, but uh, Hank Azaria, not gay. Nathan Lane played the gayest character in that gay movie. Robin Williams may have killed himself. He was gay. Who knows? It's possible. I mean, we don't know. Um, the bird. I mean, look, the bird is a great fucking movie. That's okay. a gay ass fucking movie that I saw as a kid. I want to point out. Uh huh. Okay, Birdcage opening weekend. Only did $18 million. Only did $18 million in 1995. Okay. So if you extrapolate that. For inflation, that's $87 trillion. (laughs) No, if you extrapolate that to bros, right? Bros did almost $5 million in the first weekend, right? Mm -hmm. So this is roughly only about 10%. Bros might end up making $45 million. $40 $40 million make back their budget. They might make back their budget, which is fine. I mean, I, that's good for them at this point. But here's the thing. The idea that middle America or certain parts of America won't show up for you. I picked the birdcage. You know why? Because it was a comedy that came to my head, and it's about gay stuff. You know what else made money? Movie we talked about recently. I looked it up when I was thinking about this for today. Tu Wong Fu made $5 million. Low-budget movie about drag queens that came out in 1990-fucking-2. Fucking, granted, no gay people in the movie. Fair enough. However, Milk made money. Dallas Buyers Club made money. Fucking, Philadelphia made an absurd amount of money. Look up how much money Philadelphia made. It was just, and won all the Oscars. Uh, that is $143,000 domestic opening, $26 million budget, but uh, domestic $77 million, total, worldwide total $206 million. Philadelphia. Milk made money. Milk. That's such a niche movie about gay shit. Bro, John Waters turned a profit on Pink Flamingos. The fuck are we talking about? People don't go see gay shit? I'll watch Pink Flamingos right now. I'm the straightest motherfucker out here. 
Let's go, Mr. Eggman. I don't know, dude. If you know what playing flamingos is, you're probably not the straightest dude out here. Fair enough. <laughs> you want this last tweet? I'm still thinking of other gay movies. Moonlight is a recent movie. Look up how much money Moonlight made. Because that's also, I don't know if the actors in it were gay, but the filmmaker was gay. <clears throat> um, holy shit. $65 million worldwide on a $4 million budget. That was how many years ago? It was, pre, it was pre-pandemic, sure. 2016-17 was its box office run. Okay. But that's still not that long ago. That's a very gay movie. It won a shit ton of awards. I'll throw this out there. Didn't think it was a great movie. Personally. But I did watch it because I was compelled by what it was about. I bet you are. They also kill... Also, the (laughs) the best actor in a whole movie dies in the first 15 minutes. Um, If you haven't seen Moonlight, don't go see it. Go see Pink Flamingos. Um, let's see the last tweet. Everyone who isn't a homophobic weirdo should go see bros tonight. You will have a blast and it is special and uniquely powerful to see this particular story on a big screen and a big screen, especially for queer folks who don't get this opportunity often. I love this movie so much. Go bros. Now, what is, is it because it's a romantic comedy and because gay men, apparently he he thinks gay men love romantic comedy so much? Yeah, I think so. That's what it is. I I mean, that's the, the, the hypothesis as far as I can get. This is like saying, um, this is like if a black filmmaker came out and said, I guess audiences aren't going to show up for my movie six months after Black Panther came. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, shut the fuck. Like, we know black movies make money. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, you get, like, it's like, you just made a not compelling movie. It's, I mean, people are comparing it to the. So, like, basically, this movie was like a rom com, which is mostly the most people who spend money on rom coms are straight white women, right? Right. Okay. Straight white women have also been told that they've been culturally appropriating and stealing and invading the spaces of gay men for decades at this point. Right. So maybe they just were being nice and not going into your space for a weekend. There are idiots that don't do that that think about that sort of shit. Yeah, next you know what weekend I mean? it might be a fucking banging weekend for that. Yeah, maybe. They're just like, oh, all this fucking all these white women are like, I have fucking no mo's in there. We're gonna fucking see bros tonight. So maybe that's it. Maybe it's like, all right, I, I. You think it's a sleeper hit? Can I can I just make this point? Uh huh. If this movie came out on Netflix or HBO Max, would it destroyed? Yeah. There's a million straight men that would have watched this movie at home on Netflix. A, but B, because there's no box office receipts for it, it would have been like a, a an absolutely like a cultural milestone. You know what I mean? The I mean they that, would have tried to tell us it was exactly. But well, we would like, have all known nobody watched it. No, you don't know that. You would legitimately people think- might have had, way more people would have watched it. I think here's the thing: is like, what comedy has made money since the pandemic? Hmm. Has there been a single comedy that's really banged it out since the pandemic? 
Um, best grossing comedy 2021. Uh, I mean, in Kanto, technically. It's a kid's movie. Yeah, it's true. It is a kid's movie. Also CGI. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, okay. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Okay, that's fair. But that's also a special effects based movie. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it's like I don't think post particularly post pandemic it's going to be hard to get me to go see a lot of movies. Like so the only movie I've paid for is that fucking stupid Cronenberg movie and that's only because I want David Cronenberg to have my money. You know what I mean? Like it's like what he doesn't have a Patreon. Movie? If he had a Patreon, we talked about it on the show, uh Future Crime or whatever. Oh. It's just like I was like if he just had a Patreon, I would just give him money. Like you know what I mean? Like it's like David Cronenberg doesn't have a Patreon. So I went to see his movie. Got to go see his movie. <laughs> yeah. That's like based on past performance. I don't like oh, the number 6 grossing comedy of uh 2021. Uh-huh. 1993's Dazed and Confused. Did about, oh, they re-released it? Yeah, for and it made a little less than $8 million, which is good for number six. But that's what I'm saying. is like I don't think people, are, people aren't going to the movies the way they used to, and people are going to the movies for special effects-based movies or like art house films. You made a major motion picture that seemed kind of hackneyed at a time that people aren't going to movies like that. Like It's like we're all spoiled. Right. Well, I think he's just making. I, I think that the in his mind, at mm. least, like it was just going to be a thing where it's like, okay, well, I'll get like all of the coastal liberal elites will have to go and see this movie because it's representation and it's going to make all those lists. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I don't think that matters anymore. Those lists just don't mean anything anymore. No, they're not helpful. It's pretty dope. It's pretty cool that everybody entire life sucks. I'm really glad for it. I'm glad. But I'll tell you this. When you're thinking about the end of this bit, just remember the beginning part when we were broing down. Not this end part where we were shitting on this one gay guy. Remember how gay positive we were up top. Moving on. You want your throat skater? Oh, who knows what's going on over here? I'm just saying, I got to talk about rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is the cheapest automobile website. They've been in business for 20 goddamn years. They done seen the premiere of Milk, the premiere of Philadelphia, all of those queer movies. You know what they didn't do? Anything to hurt the sales of those movies. You know why? Because they provide you with the cheapest possible part for auto parts in the world. You could take your fella over to a drive-in. You could be watching Milk. Be like, damn, that Sean Penn is one hell of an actor, son. Slurp, slurp, slurp. Whatever you do, that's fine over here. Hey! Hey! Get the fuck out of here, you fucking hillbillies! Get out! B-double-E-double-R-U-N, B-Run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, B-Run. 
need is a 10 and a 5 or a car and a key and a sober driver. B-double-E-double-R-U-N. Look, that was a good point about milk or whatever. But rockauto.com has been in business for over 20 years. They're a fantastic those, I'm glad I chased those fucking hillbillies out of here. I don't want them in here anymore, Mike. I fucking told you. But you go to rockauto.com, if you got to chase a fucking hillbilly, you're going to need a fast fucking car. And all the parts you need, you can get for fucking rock bottom prices at rockauto.com. It's one of the best places to get auto parts you could possibly think of. It's the cheapest place. And here's the thing. They don't even care if you, like, do, like They don't care if you fucking have a promo code. We don't have a promo code because they don't care about pro- rockauto.com is such a rock bottom place to get auto parts. They don't care about promo codes, Mike. They just want you to tell them that we sent you. Not those fucking hillbillies. Notes of a goon sent you there to rockauto.com. Let them know that notes of a goon sent you there when you're buying your truck nuts or your fucking dice. For your mirror or your fucking hillbilly stomping plows or whatever you're getting on rockauto.com. Go there and let them know Notes of a Goon sent you. All right. Mike, I'm telling you, I told it's coming to a head with these fucking hillbillies coming in here and doing our fucking ad reads. What did I tell you? You, you told me it was coming to a head. You did not want them in here. Yeah, it's clearly coming to a head, Mike. Chris, I don't know what to tell you, man. They come out of nowhere, right? Uh-huh. You leave to go get a beer, and then they show up. Well, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Okay, well, stop. How leaving. do they have a whole band? <laughs> stop leaving to get beers. I need beers, Mike. Well, then I don't know what we're going to do, man. I might shoot them. I'll tell you this right now. You're going to shoot them. I might fucking shoot them. They come up here from Texas thinking that I won't shoot them because we're city boys. I don't know what this is coming to, but I might fucking kill those sons of bitches. I mean, this this is taking a very dark turn. I mean, look, here's the thing. You know where I would stash my gun? In, In a uh, stash box that I built for myself with the parts I got from rockauto.com. So, I got them so cheap that I could buy another gun. I don't know where I'll put that one, but... Go to rockauto.com. Don't even use a promo code. Just let them know Notes of a Goon sent you. Rockauto.com. Moving on. <sighs> What's up with these snitching meter maids, Mikey? All right. So, uh, comedian Phil Hunt brought this to my attention. I want to give credit where it's due. Okay. Uh, but apparently, uh, if you take a picture mm-hmm. of somebody who is parked uh, in a bike lane, Right, he was blocking we'll up. We'll pull up the article about it. Um, so, I think I have the gist of this. Essentially, they're inviting people who are... If, if you see a parking violation, you take a photo of it, you upload it to a server, and then if that person gets convicted of the parking violation, you get a piece of their fine? 25%. 25%. $175 fine. For what? Double parking? Uh, for parking... Okay, here it is. A New York City bill will allow civilians to take photos of vehicles blocking bike lanes or crosswalks and report them to the police. New Yorkers who show evidence of a parking violation can earn 25% from a $175 Oh, so ticket. it has to be one of those 100 You can't just go and just start checking cars at parking meters. No, 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 no. no. But it's still, it's, what do you say, 25% of a $175 ticket? Yes. How much? That's almost $45? Uh yeah, something like that. Forty three dollars. So well, you figure ten percent is seventeen fifty times two is thirty five. It's a hundred seventy five dollar ticket. Yeah, hundred seventy five dollar ticket. So what's five? And it's how much? 
25 percent. 25 percent of $200 is $50. So it'd be, yeah, about 45 bucks or something. Yeah. Okay. This is just inviting. First of all, we know this is going to take a long while to pay out. And that's the only thing helping mankind right now. Because as much as double park cars are fucking annoying, the amount of people that are going to get it that are going to be like Ubers, fucking UPS trucks, which is going to drive up the cost of your fucking deliveries, fucking Chinese delivery guys, all this shit is going to be super high. It's just incentivizing the homeless to run around taking photos of license plates. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They're just deputizing the homeless. That, that's what this is. Because an actual person is never going to think about this. I mean, there might be some old people. Me, dude. You're going to do this. Dude, you know how you know how much it pisses me off when I'm on a bike in the bike lane and some fucking assholes just... So rather there? than... Hold on, hold on. It pisses you off why? Because I'm trying to ride my bike. No, but why does it piss you off? While you're on the bike... What pisses you off about somebody being in the bike lane? It's delaying me. It's delaying you, and you have to go around the car. Right. And you have to like kind of look at traffic, slow down a bit, go around the car, maybe cost you two, three seconds. Mm-hmm. So now you're going to stop, mm-hmm. put your feet on the ground mm-hmm. on a city bike, pull out your phone, and take a photograph of the license plate of the car. Yeah. And report it to the NYPD. Yeah. Because they already made me, right? They already made me stop, right? To fucking... They didn't make you stop. You could have just slowed down slightly as you saw a car approaching. No, 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 no. Because it messes with the flow of traffic, right? So it's like, I'm in the bike lane. I almost never stop. I cut in front of the cars coming. That's crazy. No. That's your... I'm merging. I'm merging. Huh? You have a death wish. No. You're just not good at biking. I just can't let Alex be right that I had an issue on a bike, so I need to be extra careful. So chances are I'm going to stop. Okay. Okay. And at You're going to stop. Full stop. Yeah. At be, the back of a car. Yeah, because I got to make the I got to let the other cars go around and wait till there's a break in traffic for me to go back in and, and merge back in now. Okay. Right? So, while, so while you're doing that, you're taking a photo of this car. Yeah, it takes two seconds to take your phone out and mm-hmm. just grab a pic, and then I'll send the, the email when but I But there's actually home. no... This is like when they tell you your Metro card is broken and you can mail it in to get your money back. Mm-hmm. I have never met a person who's ever gotten their money back. Really? Not one single person. Hmm. I don't think they've ever given anybody their money back for a damaged Metro card in the history of Earth. <laughs> so it's like you might get your money. Here's the thing. When that first check comes through, so homeless guys are going to be doing this. Here and there, willy-nilly. There's going to be some crazies really doing it when they find out about this, right? Mm-hmm. And then when that first $25 hits, they're all doing it. It's going to be crazy. This is going to be a swarm of the homeless just doing this, flooding this server. Probably crash. They will break the internet with homelessness. Mm-hmm. But this is, I don't think this is a good idea. You think it's a good idea? I think it's, no, I don't think it's a good idea. I think it's a great idea. You know what's okay? So it's twenty five dollars, right? No, what's the forty dollars? Huh? Forty dollars. Oh uh, yeah, forty dollars, twenty five percent. What's the starting salary for a meter made in New York? It's got to be twenty five grand, thirty grand. So now, obviously, they get benefits or whatever. But if it's forty dollars, that's five hundred of these. 
25,100 with the top 83% making 45,143. What is it? 25,100 is starting salary. 25,100. So we're saying $40. Oh, sorry. That's the middle 50% of meter maids. I'm saying, okay, so $40, you a thousand of these, which that take you three days in New York City. You're making almost double the starting salary of a meter maid? I mean, in all honesty, if you're a meter maid, why wouldn't you just have a burner phone attached to a cash app and just do this while you're working? Yeah, for sure. Like, you never write a double parking ticket again. You're only writing your meter tickets. And then you're getting that extra income. You make a good point. You're already a piece of human garbage if you're a fucking meter maid. That's probably mostly who's going to be claiming this, if we're being honest. Meter maids? Yeah. You think they're getting an extra stream of income? Dude. I mean, honestly, if you were to tell me that this bill was sponsored by big meter maids, by the meter maid union? There's no small meter maids. I don't know if you've seen these broads. They're large ladies. Mm-hmm. They will stop you in your tracks if you try to get out of there while they're beeping your thing. They'll just... Yeah, they're not having it. I'll tell you that. They're not having it. They are huge women. Mm -hmm. That's a big bitch. I almost feel like that's the only way they'll walk is to give tickets. But they're really feeding off the rage of the people that are receiving the tickets. Oh, yeah. The calories that they're eating in rage are way more than any Twinkie. Mm -hmm. They're never losing. It's a net. It's a net. Neutral, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it's a bad thing for the city, Mike. I, I don't know. Are you going to... This is your side hustle now? I mean, it's Snitching? Professional snitching? One of them. That's not a good thing to be saying on the air. Dude, I'm just saying. If you do... I mean, if, if you do any of my drugs, you won't be any more professional snitch Mike Harrington. All right, whatever. If there's... All I'm saying is, right? If you do 100 in mm-hmm. a month... 4,500. If you get hard. all if you get all of them. What are you talking about? I'll throw, throw this out there. I get a red light ticket on my bicycle in 2020. Mm-hmm. At this point, it is pushed back to 2024, my court date. <laughs> really? Yeah. So you'd be waiting that long for your $45. Like anybody who fights any of these things. And that's another thing is like, the first wave of these is all getting thrown. Like, it's like there's going to be a class action lawsuit against this. You can just do this. I mean, you kind of can. How do you actually prove the thing? I You're- mean, do you just have a picture of the car being parked where it's not supposed to be parked? I don't know, man. How do you know it's not supposed to be parked here? How do you know it's not alternate side? What do you mean? There's no alternate side for a bike lane? There is alternate side on bike lane streets, and you're allowed to double park when there's alternate side. Double parking leads you in the bike lane. You're supposed to double park past the bike lane? Dude, you can never block a bike lane. That's the point. Is that true? Yes. I think everybody should block the bike lane all the time. (laughs) I don't think there should be bike lanes. I hate them. (laughs) Well, they're here to stay. Moving on. Let's talk about this M&M thing. You know about this M&M thing? 
The uh, new Eminem? No, I, I have not heard of it. So for the backstory, you remember a couple months back, maybe a year back, they changed the green Eminem. Remember that? There's a lot of hubbub about the green Eminem, that, that slutty female Eminem with the thigh highs. Yeah, she used to be hoeing. She's a fucking pig slut, right? They mm-hmm. were saying that she was too much of a girl. Then they put her in flats. They de-girlified her. She's still a girl, right? That was the that was the first flirtation with uh, wokeness for the Eminem cast there, right? Right. Okay. So now they have a new Eminem. I think here's the thing: is like that generated a lot of traction by a bunch of idiots who really cared how an Eminem was dressing. I'll be honest. I was sad that the Eminem was less hot. She was less hot. She's still significantly less hot. She was pretty sexy. You know what I mean? I was into that Eminem. That was the hottest fat chick to me. I'll be honest. She was curvy. Yeah, she was curvy. She was thick. She was my Adele. You know what I mean? Like, that's for me. You know what I mean? I would, I would, I found her pretty fuckable, the green Eminem. Um, and whatever. That was a loss. But so I think the Eminem, the Eminem people, they got so, uh, I, they're thirsty for power and attention now. You know what I mean? They, they they had this grip on society's cultural moment with this green M&M wearing Adidas fucking shell tops instead of hooker boots that they were like, how do we do this again? So they introduced a new M&M. What color you think the new M&M is, Mike? Well, all right, let's see. They already have red... Yeah. Uh, they have yellow, blue, orange, green, brown, brown. What's left? I mean, um, chartreuse. Is chartreuse a green? I I feel like is chartreuse it a yellow? is like a it's a stripey, isn't it? A stripey. Yeah, it's like a stripe colors. You think they're doing a striped M M&M? and M? I mean, you think they're spending money to add stripe things to one M M&M? and M? Okay, look, man. If they're good, like, Stri- first of all. Stripey is a color. <laughs> Chartreuse is a color. I just don't know what color it is. We're gonna have to Google. I first of all, I don't think you. Why do you think a color is a stripe? Stripey can't be a color. That's a pattern. All right, it's a yellow green. Patterns are a series of colors, Mike. I don't know, man. I I assume it's a yellow green. There's a dark one and a light one of the booze named Chartreuse. And they all vaguely look like vomit pee. Yeah. Just like these. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not that color. color. No. Okay. What color is it? It is a, but there's a purple Eminem. Oof. And they say that it's for inclusion. Okay. However, it seems to just be a girl. Is it a gay Eminem? No, it's just a girl. So I thought maybe it was it trans, but they don't mention I watched the whole commercial. We can watch some of this commercial. <laughs> I guarantee. Now, I watched. Did you? You didn't watch this commercial. I have not watched this. No. I watched the entire thing. All right. I need deep- you to stop the commercial when it becomes so cringy. You're upset. Do you want the Instagram one or the YouTube? No, one? the long YouTube three hey, minutes. Ten minutes to your big debut. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. The th- the three minute long M and M's commercial that they put on YouTube. I've seen this. I for it's a minute and forty four seconds. I forced myself to watch this whole thing for the sake of talking about it on this show, 
And this has nothing to do. I'm not anti-inclusion. I'm just trying to A, figure out how this is inclusion. And B, trying to make myself want to die even more. So I want you to push play, Mike. And I need you to be very objective. You going to promise me? Yes. Okay. You're going to be very objective and stop this when it's starting to viscerally bother you. <laughs> okay. I'm okay? excited for this. Let's go. I'm the new M&M's candy. Do I have what it takes? I want to be the best or even pretty good. Would be great. I'm a little unsure. I have to admit. Just be yourself. And you can do it. That man in the... That was it. So is she supposed to be gay and they're not saying she's gay? I don't know, dude. That guy seems like he's gay. That guy's wildly gay. It's like a theater thing. gayer than Billy Eichner. This is what I'm saying. Okay. I have a massive problem with this, right? Because it's like a theatery thing. And they're saying it's all about inclusion, but they're not like, hey, this is a gay M&M. You understand? Because they can't say purple's a gay color. Right, that would be frowned. But they're implying that she's gay. Oh, yeah, heavily. You see my problem? Keep playing this. And then stop it again when you're once again made viscerally uncomfortable. After this guy stops singing. The next time. Plant seems to think I can. Thank you, Mr. Plant Man. I think it's time for a big sweeping pan. I'm just gonna be me. I'm just gonna be me. Nothing else I can be but a purpley peanut shaped chocolate candy. She's really peanut shaped. Oh, hello. I'm just gonna be me. I might say the wrong word. You might say I'm awkward. And hey, I would agree. She's pretty awkward. But let's... No. That no. was what it was. It was the it was the ad lib? I mean, yeah. All no, the whole it. thing has been bugging you the whole time. It's the whole thing, dude. This right? sucks so, so much. So it's also kind of this weird thing where it's like this Eminem. She's not... So all the other M&Ms are, like, kind of confident. But the blue one's a little neurotic and, you know, whatever. And the, uh, red, the, the red one's a little angry, right? Yeah, the red one's, like, the, 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 the bossy one. Like, he's, like, the... the and the yellow one's, like, stupid, Costello. right? So uh, she's, like... She's, like, uh... She's all that. She's the... Uh, she's all that, right? She's artsy. She's awkward. Oh, yeah, she's got the paint-stained overalls and the yeah. glasses. So it's like they wanted to just kind of do that and be like very simple, but like also like, how do we like let everybody know that this Eminem's gay so that we're cool? All right, we'll make her a peanut Eminem because you know there's peanuts in poop. Okay. I I don't. This is so weird. It's so weird. But the yellow one's also a peanut. Is the yellow one gay? I assume. Mm. I just assumed he was gay because he was so awkward and stupid. He is pretty stupid. Yeah. And we watched always, that bros trailer earlier. He always has that fucking red one bossing him around. Yeah. Likes to be topped. Dude, this is... I, I don't fucking get... I, dude. They they just... They wanted to recapture this magic that they had in the bottle with de the green. You know what I mean? 
you did. You can't. You can't just. You can't just manufacture. Also, just commit to the Eminem being gay. Here's the thing: is like once you go, well, I'm gay. Then you go, well, there's only two girls. You're trying to fuck this lady. She's not trying to fuck you. Yeah, you think you're hot enough for the green one? You think green is late in life lesbian over here? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? They're munching. I'll tell you. Also, what's going on here? Like, what? Uh, why would you make a candy gay? There's clearly no sex I mean, organs in the candy. What do you mean? Where is ca- how is candy fucking? I mean, what's that great line in Oz? You don't need a cock to be gay. You just need a mouth in which to suck cock. When they were watching Syphil and Ollie. <laughs> okay, it's fair. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, it's very odd that they're just like, they just wanted to create this like awkward character, but then they too, also wanted it to be gay. I think it's to appeal to Gen Z. Uh-huh. Right? How like many more people you think watch this than bros? <laughs> um, well, let's see. Five million, and movies cost about 100 bucks now. So, uh-huh. what, like seven people saw bros? Mm. Yeah, probably six, six or seven dudes. Well, and then you got to divide that in half because, you know, half of them were blowing the other guys in the movie. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah, so like three down. people saw bros, and uh-huh. I mean, we're two people who've seen this now, so uh-huh. probably more have seen this. Mm-hmm. That seems about right. I'm just doing the math, just quick math. Do you want to watch any more of this, or are we done? I mean, we only have 45 seconds left. That seems like a lot. 40 seconds. Do you want to see more of this? Yes. You're curious where this goes? I hate it, but I need to see oh, how it ends. Oh, it's so bad. It doesn't end well. Sleep that line for me. Oh, that. She's on a dancing spree. But it kind of looks like she's swatting a pause bee. It. I'm just gonna... I know I said you were going to pause it, but how much... If they... How mad were they that they didn't wait until after that Lizzo's blowing the flute video to put this out and just have this purple Eminem also playing the flute? What do you mean? Like... They want they went the Lizzo like, flute thing happened before this. Yeah, but this is a CGI commercial. I'm sure they've been working on this for months, Mike. All right, fair enough. Yeah. All right. Keep it going. Gonna be me because there's really nobody else I wanna be. I'm just gonna be me. I'm ready to say hello to the world. You just did. So that's why all those cameras were following me. You see, she's socially awkward, Mike. All right, so is she like the autistic Eminem? Do you think she doesn't understand social cues? I mean, honestly, no, because it's like... Because it started with her getting a social cue that she clearly didn't understand and then went on this weird fucking tirade. Okay. And then she was like, I'm ready to do the thing you told me to do. And they were like, you did it, you fucking tard. All right, so we're on. I think this is less inclusive. I'll be honest. I don't know why the M and M Corporation is calling that purple M and M retarded. I don't think they should do that. It's not really cool, M and M's. Yeah, dude, M and M's. 
you clearly implied that that Eminem is a fucking waterhead, and I don't like it. I don't. First of all, nobody wants a water-filled Eminem. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's on. a ridiculous thing. You're being I mean, silly, Mars Corporation. Yeah, even if it was the, even if it was delicious Nestle water, made with fucking precious slave labor, so you could taste the fucking pain in every fucking drop of water. Made with the only drinkable water in the state of Michigan. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> oh. Purple Eminem, good luck to you. Eminem's Corporation, you're heartless, soulless, and disgusting for doing this. This is not about inclusion. You're bad people. <laughs> Whoever greenlit this is a bad person. I wish I had the name of the person. You're 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 very clearly a bad person for doing this. Right? Okay. Who's the CEO of Eminem's? It better not be that dumb yellow guy. <laughs> uh, Is it red? Dude, he's got he's he's got a lot of id to him. It's the dad from the Wild Thornberries. Yeah. Holy shit! It is <laughs> Grant F. Reed, aka Nigel Thornberry. Yeah, he does look like Nigel Thornberry. Okay. This really doesn't sit well with me, Mike. All right, I'm going to look up president of marketing for M&M's. Okay. Because, um, yeah, and let's, let's find their Twitter. Kevin get... McCarthy is the president of Kevin McCarthy? For m and M. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Kevin McCarthy? I mean, he's, a, he's from Put Needham, up. Massachusetts. I mean, I only have his LinkedIn here, uh, but he's from Needham, Massachusetts, and uh, he went to Cornell. You're sure that's the current? I mean, it's a LinkedIn thing. I feel like I could just make anything up on LinkedIn. Um, no, I'm pretty sure. I have a LinkedIn that says I'm B Pumper's personal assistant. Are you? I am. <laughs> okay, then. I'm a virtual assistant, I mean, but still. Hmm. What else are you looking up? I just want to know more about this guy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, Turns out he loves purple, hates inclusion. Okay, yeah, this might not be real. Yeah, of course it's not real. He was the store manager of a Kroger for three years, and since then he has been the <laughs> wait, 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 where do you look? This is on LinkedIn. This you're looking is on at this his LinkedIn. So wait, he went from store manager uh-huh. of a Kroger to president of marketing for M and M's. He went to Cornell, though. It could be true. Yeah, maybe he was a store manager of a Kroger while he was in Cornell. Maybe, and he's just been with the M M&M and M Corporation since. I mean, do you ever leave that cushy of a job? All you got to do is every once in a while, I'll be like, hey, let's get one of these M&Ms to say something stupid. All right, fair enough. Yeah. M&Ms sell themselves. That's like a very popular candy. It's like Snickers. It's a default. If you want a small candy, you just automatically go for M&Ms. If you want a large candy, you go for Snickers. Yeah. I think if you haven't had a candy, let's, let's throw this out there. If you haven't had a candy in general, if you were a guy who doesn't eat candy, you haven't had candy in like, let's say weeks, months, right? You go into a store, you go, I want candy. What do I want? And you can't decide from all these choices of candy. If you want a bar of candy, you get a Snickers. If you want a handful of bite-sized candies, you get M&M's. 
unless you want a fruit flavor, and then we're all off. This is a chocolate, this is a strictly chocolate situation. Okay, so uh, it was global. You knew I was right. That's why you stopped talking. 100%. Uh, also because I read this. Um, they briefed global advertising agency BBDO to help them develop a marketing solution that could drive sales. Mm-hmm. Building on the 50s ads that used two characters, BBDO came up with the concept of the M&M's characters. Each candy was given its own character inspired by its color and its own personality trait. Red's the sarcastic one. Yellow is the simple one. Blue is the cool one. Green is the sexy one. Brown is the serious one. And orange is the nervous one. Brown is the serious one. Yeah, the fucking the the bra with the glasses. So BBDO is the company in charge of the this marketing campaign, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and purple's the awkward one. They're just adding emotions. Yeah. Oh, and oh, check this out. They had violet uh, M and M's starting back in the 1940s when they started, and they just are bringing them back for this one, I guess. Mm. That's pretty cool. Why'd they get rid of them? Uh, I don't. Did they die for the war? Yeah, probably. Mm. I mean, they literally stopped in the 40s, so Mm. you know that makes sense. They needed all that violet dye for the war. Yeah. Mm. Yo, people needed things back then, man. Yeah, everything. You need violet dye, rubber bands. That's how rubber band balls started. Is it really? Then we got that great bit on Pee Wee's Playhouse 35 years later. I don't... I don't. Over my head, dude. You never had a rubber band ball in your house? I had a rubber band ball. I don't know what Pee's Playhouse has to do with it. He had a giant rubber band ball and also a giant foil ball. What the fuck, dude? All right, Chris, you're tired and cranky and you're taking it out on me. What? <laughs> what? I'm drunk is what I am. Okay. Moving on. That took a while. It did. It did, yeah. Hmm. You sent me an old clip. An old clip? Yeah, well, it was like a fairly old clip. Uh, this Don Lemon thing. Oh, I didn't know it was old. I thought it was recent. From a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. How'd you find it? I don't know, dude. How do I find anything? Well, Don Lemon works in the mornings now, and this is from his nighttime show. Mm. You can tell because it's nighttime in the background. I didn't know he worked mornings. Oh, yeah. He got demoted. Don Lemon, he said it wasn't a demotion. He was asked to move to mornings. A lot of people are saying that this has something to do with it. I don't know. I have no idea much about Don Lemon other than like every once in a while somebody makes fun of him on the internet, and I find it very funny when anybody makes fun of major news pundits. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they're not journalists. They're just reading things. And then here's what they do is they, they give a biased opinion for years. It's very clearly biased opinion. But what they do is they like vaguely give you a biased opinion. But then when they want to really hammer home their biased opinion, because they've been so vague about it, they kind of cry a little. Don Lemon did not go see bros. Also, as a gay man, I guarantee you he didn't go see bros. You want to bet? Him and Anderson Cooper did not go see bros together. Are they fucking? No, I think they're just bros. They're just two gay co-workers who yeah, don't they're fuck? They're just two bros. They're just bros. That never made any sense to me. Being gay with somebody, being friends with a gay if you're a gay, and then never fucking? Yeah. 
I mean, they may have like fucked a little. I don't know. They're not. I don't think they're fucking. I think they're both. I think Anderson Cooper's married. They definitely. I also don't even really know if Don get... Lemon's gay. I just think he is, <laughs> and not because he seems gay. Because I feel like somebody told me he was gay, but they could have just been angry and be like, "That guy's gay." You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I don't even know anymore. Like no words don't matter. Could have been any of the above. So show me this Don Lemon clip. Well, this is coming when, you know, there's all of this wealth and you hear about it comes as England is facing rising costs of living, a living crisis, austerity budget cuts and so on. And then you have those who are asking uh, for reparations for colonialism. And they're wondering, you know, one hundred billion dollars, twenty four billion dollars here and there, five hundred million there. Some people want to be paid back and uh, and members of the public are wondering, why are we suffering when you are? You know, you have all of this vast wealth. Those are legitimate concerns. Well, I think you're right about reparations in terms of if people want it, though, what they need to do is you always need to go back to the beginning of a supply chain. Where was the beginning of the supply chain? That was in Africa. And when across the entire world, when the slavery was taking place, which was the first nation in the world that abolished sla- uh, slavery? The first nation in the world to abolish it. It was started by William Wilberforce, was the British. In, in Great Britain, they abolished slavery. 2,000 naval men died on the high seas trying to stop slavery. Why? Because the African kings were rounding up their own people. They had them on cages waiting in the beaches. No one was running into Africa to get them. And I think you're totally right. If reparations need to be paid, we need to go right back to the beginning of that supply chain and say, who was rounding up their own people and having them handcuffed in cages? Absolutely. That's where... They should start. And maybe, I don't know, the descendants of those families where they died at the, in the high seas trying to stop the slavery, that those families should receive something too, I think, at the same time. It's an interesting discussion, Hillary. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Now, it's pretty great that she just, uh, uh, first of all, I think he was terrified to keep her on the air, but also flabbergasted that a person would say that to him. Yeah. Right? Like that's that's the great thing about what that clip was. Um it also sent me down a weird rabbit hole, this clip. I I watched it a couple weeks ago and um we'll talk about it. I, I really like her point about the supply chain thing, and also the point about the British Navy is an incredibly good point. So even before England um abolished slavery the British Navy started to take it upon itself to just sink slave ships on its way into Africa which is a pretty the British Navy is this weird gangster ass fucking thing that existed you ever play Assassin's Creed uh, the pirate one Black Flag no oh dude British Navy's just out there fucking you up sometimes. And uh, they're just like they're just like gang gang out in these fucking waters in Bermuda or whatever. I assume that's what the history books would also say. I, I'm basing all of my current argument for the rest of this on uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. So don't <laughs> quote me on any of this. Uh, however, they were the no, there was a thing where the British Navy was sinking slave ships and then it became abolished there. And honestly, European countries that participate in the transatlantic slave trade, it's pretty well documented that they um, 
abolish slavery more quickly than other nations. I mean, the, the Ottoman Empire had slaves in World War One. Did they really? I mean, that's not that far. I mean, if we're being clear here, World War One, we think of things weirdly. It's not that far after the Civil War. How do you mean? It was 1910. Okay. Didn't the Civil War end in the 18, late 1850s? 1860s, I think. It's not that long, Mike. 60 years. That's quite some time. Think about 60 years ago from today. Okay. All right, let's put it this way. Marijuana is illegal in most of Europe. Is it really? Yes. Everywhere other than the Netherlands. We're starting to get it legal here. We're starting to change the laws when it comes to drugs and psychedelics and shit here. We're far ahead of Europe. It'll be 60 years before they catch up to us with, like, medical, really. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, that's just kind of how shit works when it comes to, like, trend-setting things. Like, it's not that crazy when it comes to that sort of shit. But, like, the slavery thing with the rep... This sent me... My main point was this. This sent me down a weird rabbit hole about, like, who was selling slaves in... um, in Africa, and I got to this dude. Ah, I'm gonna fuck this name. It's like Matsu Masu. Just look up the richest man in history, Mali, please. Uh, is the guy who's the head of the Mali Empire at their height, and uh, apparently just because of gold and copper mines, that's what it was. But they were also very involved Mansu in the slave trade. What is it? Mansu Musa. Mansu Musa, right? Uh, was considered the, and there's a good chance. The wealthiest man in the history of Earth, right? But it, like, very also, like, clear he was selling slaves. Pull up the dates. Uh, Okay. Uh, Ruler of Mali from 1312 CE to 1337. Yeah, so he made his... Yeah, so that's well before the United States. Like, like, he was selling slaves throughout Africa and shit. And then that was, like... So I don't even know, but, like, the... I was reading about slavery in Mali. It kept going post the Mali dynasty. So he was the height of the Mali dynasty. There was other people that ruled it after him. And then, so the French colonized West Africa. I think that's got to be the 1800s, right? Uh, I'll look that up. Um, And so they tried to abolish slavery in all of West Africa and they said, like, in Mali, it existed so steadfastly, like, so it was so embedded in the culture that they really only ever successfully abolished one-third of the slaves. Whoa. Right? That's, like, ingrained, dude. And so now there is still currently slave culture in modern-day Mali, it's a little different where in where in so there are slave classes, but they can choose to leave slavery. So it's not they're saying they, they argue that it's not really slavery, but there is this like weird societal pressure to stay in within the slave class is what I read. I read a bunch of this stuff oh, like a couple weeks back. It's a it's a crazy there's this weird thing about slavery where it gets like slapped on the United States 
a lot. And that's what Don Lemon was kind of doing. He was doing colonialism, but it's like so it's like British in the US because that's the only way the that's the only way uh US media can view things. It's only through the United States lens and then a little bit the British lens. And that's why that these things come up, right? And so I started like looking into some of this colonialist shit. And like if you want reparations for colonialism, it's like it's this weird thing. Mike, you'd agree with me on this, right? Um when people talk about some of this colonial power shit and like slavery, they make it seem like America was the worst, right? Yeah. Okay. Do you know who King Leopold II was? Never heard of him. Pull up his Wikipedia page. Because it's pretty bugged out. And I read some stuff off of Wikipedia and I read, but I just like, I was just kind of going through some stuff when it comes to like slave labor. There might not be a country that benefited from slave labor more than Belgium. Really? King Leopold II was a king of Belgium from 1865 to 1909, who's responsible for at least two to three million deaths of Congolese citizens. They forced into mines to get like rubber that they used to like bring Belgium into the Industrial Revolution. The most liberal fucking uh, estimates, 15 million deaths were caused by his labor programs in, in the Congo. Quite a lot of deaths. Again, this is post-Civil War America that this is going on. And there's still statues to him. They say that he's the guy who brought Belgian into the modern, modern age. Like, oh, but there's still statues of Thomas Jefferson up. Thomas Jefferson, significantly better person than the person we're talking about. I don't know. How much did we industrialize under Jefferson, doggy? I'm just saying. The price of progress. Scroll down here a little bit. <laughs> Literally, like, he literally was just like, yeah, like, no, dude, we're going to fucking, yeah, the Congo Free State Project. Like, it's just, he locked down the country and forced everybody to work. Look, failure to meet rubber collection quotas was punishable by death. Jesus. Well. That seems worse than a whipping. that That seems worse than a whipping. Sure. Um, I'm just saying is like these the you know these European countries get away with like pretending they didn't do anything wrong and slavery only existed in the American South. Like this is after the Civil War that this motherfucker literally was making like 15 million motherfuckers died because of this guy. That's a lot. Yes, he's worse than Hitler. I mean. By definition, yeah. Just just going by the numbers. Yes. And there's statues to him because he brought Belgium the wealth that they have. Like, and nobody's shitting on Belgium the way they shit on. This is just the way the fucking world worked. I didn't know about this. Yeah, me neither. There's going to be like six people that listen to this show who are just like, Pfft. You guys are dumb. You didn't know about King Leopold. You didn't know about the king. You didn't know about this one thing I had to do a report on. And I just 
flipped through a fucking textbook and fucking landed on King Leopold, so I wrote the report on him. Look, I found this through random being drunk and looking at shit. But I didn't know about this shit at all. Did you know about this guy? Had no clue. You had no clue about this guy? Never heard of him. King. King of Belgium. That means he was king, like, right up until, like, World War I, essentially. Yeah, man. And it was like, it took work to get the Congo decolonized. The Congo has had, first of all, here's how fucked this fucking rape of that country is. I think the Congo might be the country that's had the most revolutions, isn't it? Didn't we just talk about that? Did they really? Did we just talk about that on HSR? The Congo may have had the most bloody revolutions. And they, I mean, they were Zaire. They're the People's Republic of Congo. Like, they've never recovered. It's kind of like how fucking whatever, like, um, Baghdad never recovered from the Mongols. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, there's a fucking certain amount of demolishing of a culture you can do where you've killed every fucking legitimately manly human being. You know what I mean? Like, it's like you've ki- you've killed every potential leader and culled them from the fucking gene pool, perhaps. You know what I mean? Like, there's a fucking thing you can do to a place. You know what I mean? Like, the French. is Paris is a series of necropolises stacked on top of each other. Right? Essentially, yeah. Yeah. This shit can happen. There's a certain... I've, I've, I've thought this for a long time. Uh, the United States was an experiment by rebels who then immediately started selecting for governance again by murdering people who were not complying with governance. Right? Did they start immediately murdering, though? Like, I remember... Uh, just about. No. Okay, you don't want to uh, obey our colony laws? Go west and die of diarrhea. No, 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 no. Because they had the Whiskey Rebellion, and Washington came out and was like, yo, I'm just not going to shoot these people. Like, I'm just not trying to shoot American citizens who probably just fought to get the British up out of here. We got to figure this out as a country. But there's other, I mean, but beyond that, mostly people were just like, yo, I hate these laws. I'm going to go west. They ran out of country. No? Yeah, to a certain extent. But I, I also do think there was like a, I don't know, there is something cool about like the fucking founding father's times and like, you know, the, the, the idea of a government that was like by the people and for the people. Like the idea that Washington was like... Yeah, the yeah. idea is good. But I mean, like, no, no, no. Like the, the actual actions of Washington being like, yeah, I could be God emperor for life, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know. no, no. I mean, there's commendable... There's significantly commendable strides in societal gain by the founding fathers of the United States of America, and that should not be downplayed. They uh, are no King Leopold. But, you know, what are you going to do? Those guys are deified. Look, man, they founded this country for slavery. I don't know if you've ever read the New York Times. This is my whole point. This is my whole point of like bringing this to the show. Is literally like going. People point to the United States. There are actual. 
despite the fact that slavery persisted in this country longer than it should have because of wealth interests that happened to accumulate in the South thanks to it, <coughs> that just happened to happen. The idea that this country was founded in 1619 before the Industrial Revolution and the Textile Revolution and it was founded for slavery is fucking asinine. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this idea that, like, we just suck and no one else in history sucks. There's a great book called The History of Mexico, right? That ends when the Spanish get there. It's a history book called The History of Mexico that ends when the Spanish get there. You should all read that book. Everybody's been fucking each other up forever. That doesn't matter. Like, it's like, this... I get up tired and drunk. But do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, mean, I know you mostly agree with me on this, but I, you, you get my point of, like, there's this fucking weird thing, almost worldwide, where there's this attack on America for shit, where it's like, y'all are doing this. Consistently. Like, America's a racist country. There was a hijab ban in France 15 years ago that nobody blinked an eye at. Was it really? Yes. Hmm. We're all racist and shitty. Yeah, I think the biggest takeaway from that, then, is just, like, the this idea that people have where it's like, yeah, I mean, you know, America's prosperous, but it was built off the back of slave labor. It's like... That's any So empire. was Belgium. <laughs> that was my point. So was Belgium. So, was, first of all, the British also abolished slavery when they still had... Col- the British East India Company was still pumping, dog. Like, what are we talking about? You still had colonies. You didn't have slaves in Britain. But you were just siphoning the wealth off of countries. America didn't have colonies. Like, oh, the Europeans and their fucking, all right. Well, moving on. That didn't go as well as I thought it was going to go. We learned about King Leopold. King Leopold sucks all the dicks. I hate that guy. Fuck him. King Leopold, enemy of the show. I'll tell you this. Remember how we said we'd have the ghost of Hitler on the show? Mm Mm-hmm. I would not have the ghost of King Leopold on the show. Nobody would know who he was. It wouldn't do anything for SEO. It wouldn't even pop the fucking numbers. It wouldn't even proving that the afterlife exists with King Leopold wouldn't even pop the numbers. No. We'd still be at seven billion. Yeah. God damn it. Moving on. What do you want to do before we leave? Well, we gotta do a Mikey and the Goon. We gotta we gotta, we gotta do another demo. We haven't gotten any bites on our terrestrial radio demos. So we got to do that, but what do you want to do before that? Or do you want to just do that? And What do you want to do? I don't know, dude. I mean, honestly, at this point, Alex just told me I got to get an Uber home. She's not coming to get you? She's not coming to get me. She was never coming to get you. I feel like she was planning on it, but then we just we just went too long. Where's she, where she at? I'm pretty sure she's home by now. Oh, damn. Yeah. I'm sorry. It is what it is. All right. It's nice to get a break. Well, I mean, we should do a moving. Well, what do you want to what do you want to talk about, and then we'll do we'll do the thing, and then 
Uh, we'll do one thing. And again, I want to remind people, this is a longer show already. And uh, I don't know that you're getting shows on time or what their length will be for the next two weeks. I'm reminding you again mid-show. Uh, do you want to look at this chick's uh, uh, who's pussy? Com- yes, she's combating AOC. Uh, she's actually like the Republican uh, primary person running against AOC in her district. Is this the thing? This is what you want to do? I mean, it's just You're an idea it up right now. I have it. If I you mean, want. I have the topics we were talking about. Talking about. Oh, okay. Well, I don't. I don't remember. Do which... you not want to do any of these? This I don't. I don't remember. All right, let's run through them. Uh-huh. Because I don't remember which ones are on there. That There's I the don't. Mikey and the Goon Australia Yeah, edition. obviously. That's at the end, though. Okay. And then uh, this Megan Kelly thing. I don't really care about that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'll do the other thing on uh, High Society. So, what? Uh, moving on. Let, no, do you not want to do this? Yeah, we'll do that. We'll move on and we'll get uh-huh. to that. Moving on. <laughs> What's up with this uh, AOC thing? All right, so this woman, Tina Forte, Tina Forty, I don't know. She's like uh, she's like Long Island Tina trash 40? bag hot. Let me see what she looks like. I have never heard it. Oh. <laughs> right? She's Long Island? She's running against AOC, you said? Yeah. In the Bronx. She might be from oh, the like Bronx. she's like an Arthur Avenue Bronx. Probably. I'm just saying, look at her. Tell me she doesn't look like she's straight yeah, out of fucking one of these, Wontog. She, she looks like... It's a good. It's almost a good thing they killed Adriana. Is what I'm saying. Well, she was still young and beautiful. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, did you see her? on Sons of Anarchy. Yeesh. I mean, I've seen her in person. She used to drink. She used to drink at Paul McCabe's. Yeah. <sighs> was there ever a night such where you were a like, letdown. dude? Such a letdown. When she came in, it was. It was like because you'd then be like, was was I? Am I just being an asshole? And then you see her on TV. You're like, oh man. And she and you go, oh, she's like, yeah, she should live like she should live a couple blocks from here. Was there ever a night where you were like, yeah, I could definitely smash Adriana? Yeah, for sure. Oh. I but, feel like you'd have to for the story. No, but it's like the amount of work that would have. T- the amount, like, it's like you, I could, it was there, like it wasn't like I was talking to her, like, but it's like I kind of like figured this out. And then, like, put the work, and then I see her again. You know what I mean? I, She's just some fucking wop from Jersey. I could fuck any fucking hot fucking <laughs> guinea broad from... Yeah. <laughs> Give me three times meeting some fucking stoop. Get the... Are you fucking retarded? No problems. Right now. Hot, young, 23-year-old. Three meetings. That's it. Three convos. Uh, uh, here's the thing. One, pick your brain. Two, ignore them. Three, then just be like, oh, I remember you. Boom, you're fucking. That's how you fuck Italian ladies. That's it. Okay. What are we talking about, this dumb fucking broad? I bet I can fuck this lady. She's probably got kids and she's fucking married. She thinks she's all family values. I can smash, guaranteed. What's her name again? Tina Forte. Tina Forte. She's from the Bronx. From Arthur Avenue, where they make all the mutts. And the fucking gobble. Yeah, I fucking hate him. Let's. All right, so this is her plan uh, for, you know, her, her official campaign platform. Okay. Happy Saturday, everybody. So today is October 1st, and I am officially declaring October. Pause it, pause it, pause it. Immediately 
Spartan race windbreaker. Yes. Immediately noticed the Spartan race with the the. It's in her Twitter bio. I'm just the noted. I'm just gonna throw this out there. The Spartan race is the noted soft eugenicist white person activity. I just I, I like it's like just the Spartan race is just this. We can do this. It's like yeah, because black people don't want to be in mud. Like it's like yeah, like it's like shut up. I've I've run a few. Case in point. <laughs> Mike, I know where you stand. That's rude. That's I rude. know where you stand. I'm, this entire show is to make you a better person, okay? Mm, okay. Let's let uh, Tina Forte. You go. So all you 81 million strong Biden supporters, open up your doors. Come on down to Orchard Beach where Eric Adams built those big, beautiful tents for the illegal immigrants and come take one home today. For all of you, you voted for Biden, you voted for AOC, all our communists, you voted for Eric Adams, come on down, take an illegal immigrant home today. Give them food, give them shelter, come on, you voted for this, bring them home to your house. Peace out. Have- Wait a second. I don't disagree with that at all. <laughs> Ooh, now who's into soft eugenics? Hmm. Hmm. Play it again. Uh. Happy Saturday, everybody. So I hate the happy Saturday. And I am officially declaring October Adopt an Illegal Immigrant Month. Okay. So all you 81 million strong Biden supporters, open up your doors. Come on down to Orchard Beach where Eric Adams built those big, beautiful tents for the illegal immigrants and come take one home today. For all of you, you voted for Biden, you voted for AOC, all our communists, you voted for Eric Adams, come on down. Take an illegal immigrant home today. Give them food, give them shelter. Come on, you voted for this. Bring them home to your house. Peace out. Is she driving and holding her phone? Oh, yeah. That's, like, her whole thing. She's got, like, you know, like, she has, like, a decent, a Chrissy Mayer-sized Twitter following just by doing shit like this. I mean... Just ranting on fucking Twitter. I don't... It was enough to win the Republican primary. (laughs) Well, in AOC's district. Yeah. Who the fuck else is running? I don't know. Yeah, nobody. Some ghoul. It was like an 85-year-old. It was a cadaver. <laughs> she ran against a cadaver who still had like a fucking local bank from 400 years ago or something. Could be. Not, oh, you looked it up and couldn't even find an opponent. Oh, no, I did. Oof, okay. Oh, let's see. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Desi Cellular... Okay. Say Euler. Um, uh, ran against her uh, to the tune of 722 votes. She won with a whopping 1,530 votes. Oh, yeah. We've done this before with the low voter, ter- voter turnout in the Bronx. Like, AOC has won her primary with, what was it? Like, it was like 10,000 votes? Something like that, yeah. Which is, was insane. But, um, I, 
I'll be honest. I there's nothing she said in that video. I'm sure she said some things that I would not agree with. I'm sure she thinks that the vaccine makes you magneto or whatever. Mm-hmm. However, I kind of firmly believe the thing. Wait a second. Hold on. I just need to point this out from Ballotopedia. Uh this was AOC's last general election. Uh-huh. Uh, 152,000 votes for her, 58,440 for the Republican. Uh, this chick got 2,000 votes. And then Antoine Tucker, a Republican write-in, uh-huh. he got zero votes. Why is he on here? Why is a write-in who got zero votes on here? Nobody wrote him in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> this makes no sense. So this, I mean, now I'm just questioning Ballotopedia. Yeah, right? Yeah, now it's like CelebrityNetWorth.com. Yeah, I don't know if this is a trustworthy news site anymore. No. Um, but yeah, this lady, uh, what's her name again? Helga? Uh, Tina Forte. Tina Forte. Yeah, she is running against AOC uh, in the general election. I mean... She could win. And the guy who she beat for the Republican nomination is uh, running as an independent for the conservative party. Oh, man. He's he's going to really split the vote. And then, mm-hmm. you know, AOC will probably win uh, against these two fucking clearly crackpots. Um, but I don't I'm sure she has all sorts of things that I disagree with. You ready for her? uh I have, I have, uh, you have her thing she submitted to Ballotopedia for her platform. Yes, I, I am ready. Okay. Um, I say kill the Mexicans. <laughs> if they won't take them out of Eric Adams's tents, we have to murder them. There's a tent, just fill it with gas. Uh-huh. I read that somewhere. It works. Do, do, do. Uh, let's see. Tina Forte has always backed the blue from beat cops to detectives to school security. Uh, Tina has unapologetically been supportive of law enforcement. Tina condemns politicians like AOC and Bill de Blasio who have abused their pulpit to attack officers who have dedicated their lives to protect us, all while using tax dollars to pay for their own armed security. AOC and her socialist allies have pushed uh, for defunding our police and the disastrous bail reform policies which have caused crime to skyrocket in New York. Tina Forte will fight back for us. She will fully fund our law enforcement and push to end dangerous bail reform policies. Okay. I mean, you're going to put the hatchet man back on, in, in, behind bars? It's a sick man. Yeah, dude. He's addicted to hatcheting. Yeah. This is crazy. Come on, Tina. Have a heart. Dude. But also, just like, you're just going to fully fund the NYPD? <laughs> whatever they want. Yeah, whatever they want, dude. Margarita machines, <laughs> Bloomberg terminals, whatever they want. Uh, healthcare, New York led the nation in coronavirus deaths because of the deceit of criminals. Oh my God. This is, we are a nation of immigrants and better because of it. Tina is a strong supporter of legal immigration. Uh, it's just a lot of doubles. Jobs. As a small business owner in the Bronx, Tina has fought for creating and protecting New York jobs particularly those of the illegal immigrants that work at her nail salon. Um, 
I mean, I do, I do appreciate this. AOC has spent her time raising taxes, bad-mouthing business owners, and pushing away large employers like Amazon, denying thousands of jobs to New Yorkers and harming our economy. Tina and her husband started with a soda delivery route and went on to build their own beverage distribution company. Now they're not only creating jobs, but empowering others to create their own businesses. What soda, though? I don't fucking know. I, it better be a good soda. <laughs> I don't... If she was making... Oh, okay. So you're going to vote for a lady who's distributing, like, Surge or Citra? Um, or some niche soda company? Like Gus? That'd be trash. Yeah. You're going to... Clear Choice Seltzer? Ooh, interesting. Um... Uh, her own uh, Snopes investigation earlier this year revealed that Tina Forte has a long history of flirting with the political rights violent fringes, posting photos on social media of herself with the leader of the Proud Boys gang, sharing uh, QAnon. Which one? Which one? I mean, I'm going to assume the latest one. The Spanish fella? Yeah. Yeah, here he is. That's it. They took a picture. Okay. Um, Just because they both love Trump. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, I mean, this isn't that bad. Hold on. Um, she's not that. Nothing has come up that's that bad. I don't like her. I wouldn't vote for her. But like, this is all the like very like okay borderline Republican talking points. Like, until she starts getting into, like, voter fraud or, like, the Jews, I, like, I just, this is not the worst. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she does have some QAnon shit in here. Oh, does she? Yeah. Let's see uh, what her QAnon stuff no, is. No, I mean, I, I don't know, but just, look, but let me, let me get into this here. In a 2020 Facebook post, Forte placed her business at an address on the Bronx is still Avenue and her financial disclosure to the house clerk's office. She stated her husband's income derived from a company incorporated in this same building. It was at this exact location that a federal Bureau of Investigation agent identified as the site of the crimes of Joseph Joey Snapple Gallardi, to whom Forte is married. According to records in the Spurman Rock and County where the pair own a home, well outside the congressional district's borders, and their son Joseph Gallardi Jr. In a statement to the Daily Beast, Forte planted the blame squarely on her son and maintained her husband's involvement as incidental and inadvertent. She professed ignorance of the criminal activities of the times and said he lived apart from her and her family. Okay. So now just Google Joey Snapple. Okay. Something tells me Joey Snapple's up to no good. Uh, oh, I think Joey Snapple is the, uh, is the name of the company. <laughs> uh. Not looking good. Yeah, it's still well. I mean, it's like pretty. It's pretty standard boilerplate. I mean, this is the Ginzo horseshit. You you get what I mean though, like right? Like it's pretty standard boilerplate Ginzo horseshit. Yeah. Just they got a shitty son. They sell sandwiches. They sell beverages. I can't believe they don't sell Manhattan Special. Disgusting. I can't believe that the Disgraciad. place is and I don't see any Snapple on here, but I see plenty of nectarine. Who the fuck still drinks Snapple? Is that a favor? Bro, who the fuck still drinks Nantucket Nectars? Dominicans. 
I'll bet you a hundred dollars every Dominican you know still drinks Nantucket nectars. Dominicans love Nantucket nectars. It's crazy. Right. Nutriments, that's who's drinking the nutriments too. It's the Bronx, right? Yeah. It's all that those are Hispanic beverages. Um they're beverage loyal. So Malta is disgusting. You ever had a Malta? Mm-hmm. Who the fuck would drink that? Dominican I would rather drink a non-alcoholic St. Pauli girl than a Malta. Um, okay, so I have it here. Uh, ooh, holy shit. In the criminal complaint, the agent described the son arranging the drop-off of $150,000 worth of marijuana over the phone. At the same time, camera caught his father pacing directly behind him in the warehouse's office. Agent further, uh, so apparently he had a gun on him and about 150k in weed. I mean, what's even 150k worth of weed at this point? Like two pounds? It's got, but was that like an ounce? Maybe. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. Um. So yeah, kind of real ass. Yeah, I mean that's that's a good part of them, and I like the adopt of an immigrant thing. I think people should adopt an immigrant, like the Fresh Air Fund. Yeah. Help them assimilate. If everybody did adopt an immigrant, it'd probably be good. Mm-hmm. I don't hate any of this. This is like way better. Does she have voter fraud stuff? I don't think so. Uh oh, about the that election? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she wouldn't sarcastically say the eighty-one million that came out for Joe Biden if she didn't. I don't think she said it sarcastically. She said it matter-of-factly. I think she believes eighty-one million people voted for Joe Biden. Okay, and how many do you think she thinks voted for Trump? Eighty-two million. <laughs> Oh, this is trash. Now I can't open this fucking article anymore. Why? Because you watched it once? Yeah. Goddamn paywalls. It's so gross. Um, you want money for your journalism just so we can make fun of it? Yeah. Come on. You pieces of shit. Okay. Uh, Do you, have you never heard of parody law? Yeah. Grow up. Fuck. Okay. As of August 3rd, Ocasio-Cortez has raised almost $11 million, while Forte has raised just over 672000 which... Good on you. She's going to keep all that. Do you yeah. know how many nutriments that's going to buy? They'll bring back banana flavor. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, she's doing fine. Is there anything else with this? Uh, so she was at the January 6th thing. Oh. Yeah, she was there. Was she inside the building? I don't think so. I give a pass to anybody who didn't go inside the building. Yeah. She so was... I'm going to throw this out there. Let's say I like live nearby. I think Trump lost the election. I've always thought Trump lost the election. But if I was nearby, I might have, I might have popped into that to see how crazy it was. And then if people were just breaking into a building, I certainly would have been like, that looks like fun. <laughs> how does that not look fun? That looked like the most fun anyone's ever had. Breaking into the Capitol? Like, I'm talking about regular, non-sexual fun. Because I'm sure a lot of them were on shrooms. But, like... And again, I'm going to throw this out there. Again, (laughs) I have never thought that Trump actually won the election. I firmly believe he lost the election. Wasn't a big fan of his. If I happen to live near Washington, D.C., if I was walking distance... Maybe even two subway stops. A couple subway stops. I'd be like, Matt, it was a bike ride? It was it under three-mile bike ride? 
five miles. I'll go up to five miles. This is five miles from my house. I'll do a half hour bike ride to just pop in at the Trump protest. And then if they're just breaking into the Capitol, I go, well, I, I've never been inside the Capitol. <laughs> and now there's a guy with moose I, horns on, or bull horns on. Forget that. I was just like, oh, like, I just go check out the Capitol. And there's like, cool. Like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. I would not do that. Mm. So, like, I don't blame anybody for going at that. I mean. So the, the main thing that this article has against her is uh, the association she has with extremists. Two people, in particular, Dion Sini, who once yelled white power at an event attended by Forte. Um, I mean. And then told the news he was not going to say whether he was or wasn't in the Proud Boys. Uh, Kanye West wore a White Lives Matter shirt yesterday. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair He's enough. not a proud boy. Uh, and the other one is Carl Uzemeyer, a Bronx man identified by federal prosecutors as a Bonanno family associate. I've got no problems with that. Um, he is often president of pro-Trump and anti-Ocasio uh, Cortez flag and banner drops. Forte and her supporters organized involving the reveal of a large banner hanging off an overpass or a prominent public place like Yankee Stadium. In 2016, Olsenmeyer posted pictures of Facebook showing a Mein Kampf tattoo along its collarbone. Oh, I got a problem with that. Hitler's That's not good. Yeah. You can't really be. I knew a guy, though. There was this guy, Rocco. Okay. Have I told this story before? I don't think so. So Rocco is addicted to PCP. Um, I don't really know him that well. He worked with some guys I was friends with, and he uh, uh, he was uh, doing a machete chop down of the hedges outside of their office in Manhattan Beach, Brooklyn, um, which is a very Jewish neighborhood. And uh, uh, it was a telemarketing office, and he was he was chopping down the hedges with a machete over and over again, and uh, popped his shirt off. Giant swastika tattoo. Like, and people were like, what the fuck is up with it? What is going on? He's like, what do you mean? He thought it was just a tattoo that tough white guys got. Was his defense. Now, mind you, he worked with a lot of Jews. But this was, he literally just was like, I, this is just a tattoo that like tough white guys have. It's a crazy thing. That, this is also a guy who once uh, 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 got caught mainlining ketamine in a bodega bathroom. He, they, they kicked the door in, and they were like, what are you doing? And he said, and I quote, it's not what it looks like, which he was. He clearly meant he wasn't doing heroin, but to some immigrant from Yemen, they don't really care if you're shooting heroin versus ketamine. To the average drug user, that seems fine, right? Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like to the average. Uh, uh, but like to the average person, that you're just a heroin addict if you're shooting anything in a bathroom into your arm, right? 
So if you have a Nazi tattoo, no matter what, to the average person, no matter what you thought the reason for getting that was, you're a Nazi. I mean, maybe he just liked the way the words mine and con, like, you know what I mean? You're talking like, about, you're talking mean, about your boy over here. Doesn't it mean like my struggle or something? Still, for an Italian American to get German words associated with fascism tattooed on them and not realize how ridiculous that is, is fucking disturbing. Yeah, the lack of self awareness. The lack of self-awareness is a problem. Yeah, in a politician. Not so much for the guy I was talking about who smoked PCP and worked in a telemarketing office. I'm just saying. Although, I'll be honest, I'd vote for that guy for office. I'll be honest. It's just it's hilarious. I'll vote for anybody. Like, Wesley Willis? Is that guy alive? Put him up for something. I agree. Yeah. Um, Any last points on your girl? That you're endorsing for the Bronx? Bro, I am. She's, you're endorsing her. So we're going to bring this. I want you to find her camp, her proper campaign ad. Thursday, we'll bring this to high society. We'll show the Bronx Johnny, and we'll say this is his alternative to voting for AOC. I like it. He's not going to vote, but still. Well, I mean, we can maybe just get him to, all right, if we can, if we can bring up a good enough of an argument from her, to get him to request an absentee ballot mm-hmm. that we can fill out for him so he doesn't need to actually go through the process of voting. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I think that's fun. All right, and I try- think that's doable. Let's try it. You prep this out. Moving on. All right, folks, that is the show. Again, I don't know... What the recording schedule for this show will be for the next two weeks. I want everybody to be sure of that. I have no idea. What? That's not the show. Do we have one more thing to do? Oh, we do. That's right, Mike. We got to stop having to do this stupid fucking show. I can't do it anymore. We need a proper terrestrial radio job. Right? It's literally the only thing I've ever wanted. This is the only thing I've ever wanted in my entire life, and we're not doing a good job. We're, we're in here. We're talking about the Nazis and fucking bros or whatever. We need to do real classic radio. Just wacky, zany radio. Just wacky. We're going to have to wake up at 2.30 in the morning. That's our favorite thing, both of us. We love waking up really early. And we're going to go in, and we're going to do morning zoo radio. And uh, we got we got to put these demos together. We keep sending out these demos, and nobody bites on them. But we keep doing them. So what we do is uh, we do a show called – so the show we're pitching around, for anybody who doesn't know, is called Mikey and the Goon. Uh, and so we're trying to cut these demos for Mikey and the Goon. And so we do it every once in a while. We do our radio voice. So we're, that's how we're going to end the show tonight. Um, so I'll say moving on, and we'll get right into it. You ready? Ready. Moving on. Hey, 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 
is Mikey and the Goon in the Morning. I'm your host, the Goon, and I'm joined by Mikey. How are you, Mikey? I'm doing great. It's a good gosh dang morning here at WGAS. It's a good 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 gas. It is a gas. But here's the thing: you got to worry about certain things nowadays. Here's the thing, Mike. I got a news story from you from all the way down under, mate. Oh, crikey, crikey! So I found out that one of these damn kangaroos or woozles. They killed a man. No. Yes. Blimey. Now that sounds all hilarious. Is a 77-year-old man with serious injuries was beaten half to death by one of these hoppity hop hop hoppers. The geezer got caught. He got caught. Here's the thing. All right, right, right. Maybe you should have threw him on the bobby. Reach into his pocket, pull it out inside out. He would have flipped outside, and then you would have been able to go about your business, eh? <laughs> oh, don't you know it, mate? Mikey, what do you say? Do you think this is a big, major problem in Australia where they're going to be having this kangaroo problem for the rest of their days? I, I mean, I, I do know that they went, went to war with emus, and the emus won. Well, how could you really kill an emu? Have you ever looked into an emu's eyes? They're deader than my wife. <laughs> Here's the crazy thing about Australia is, as we all know, all the koalas have syphilis. They do indeed. They do. So even if you get past the kangaroos... You can't even fuck the cuddliest thing they have there. What else is your wildlife for? We can't for? say fuck on a terrestrial radio. Well, You're blowing this whole demo. God. All right. I fucked it. I'm very tired. This was such a good... This was it. This was gold. A kangaroo killing a 70-year-old man. That's straight out of, you know, Elvis Duran and the Z Morning Zoo type news. All right. We'll start it again. Start it again. All right, all right, all right. It's Mikey and the Goon. We're doing a Roderick Good voice. All right, all right. It's WGAS. It's a go, 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 gas. All right, Mikey, how are you feeling? On this Australian morning, we're all topsy-turvy in here in the studio. Oh, I'm having a cracking good time, I it's am. It's a cracking good time. Did you hear about that man who got done murdered by a kangaroo? Oh, he got thumped by a thumper. He got thumped. I think it was Roger from Tekken. <laughs> Roger from Tekken came back, and he was very upset, and he murdered a 76-year-old man. He was found. He was found dead in his, uh, half dead in his field, and then they had to bring and he died of his injuries. They caught him on his own homestead. Yeah. Ain't no walk about there. Well, you know what it is, is with the kangaroos, what they could do is they could rope a dope on their own tail. You've seen those cartoons with Bugs Bunny. Yeah, they bounce back, and then yeah. all of a sudden they're in your face again. Well, here's what you got to do. Here's what you got to do. You got to get a special permit, and then you can murder kangaroos. You need a permit. A permit. I've been, I've been doing it with my Durango for years. Durango? Durango got your baby kangaroo? <laughs> So here's what we do. I think we might have a problem with these kangaroos. We might have to start rounding them up in camps. Probably put a star on their arm or whatever. Yeah, it, was a, it was a bit of a bit of a uproar with that one time, mate. Not in this part of the world. It's Coriolis effect. Everything that's bad up there is good down here. Right, right. Forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. How could I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We round up these kangaroos. They're ugly. They're ugly fuckers. I... I... Chris, we cannot curse. What? Terrestrial radio. Right, 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 right. We'll start again. We're going to do this. 
<laughs> I feel like I nailed that one. All right, no, no, no. we'll do it again. We'll do it again. <laughs> you gotta get this demo right. <laughs> Oh, fucking I am. ASWGAS is a gun, 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 guy ass. And we got to talk to you about morning news. I'm here. I'm the, I'm the gooner. I'm here with my producer, Mikey. And we got to talk about something crikey happening down there in Australia. Here's the thing about the Coriolis effect is when you get down there, cursing is perfectly fine. So we might have to hit the dump button in here. <laughs> How you doing in there, Mikey? I'm as wacky as a wallaby. Oh, here's a wacky wallaby type thing that happened down there. Right, 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 right. It did, it did, it did. I love, I love it. Is there's a kangaroo in Perth, Australia, right? Uh, a man was keeping it as a pet, and then he beat him to death. 77-year-old is the first Australian man to be killed by one of these damn whoppers. Are they called whoppers? Uh. Hoppers. I don't know what they call him down there. However, this man is dead. Can't keep a kanga as a pet. Everybody knows ah, that. Everybody knows you can't. They got them big nails on their feet. He's with Cajun. He's dead. He's dead. He's all right. All right. Fuck, dude. I think we fucked that. It started over. I'm not. No. Can we just wrap up? Can we get plugs or something? All right, fine. All right, all right, mate. <laughs> We're going to be at Skankfest next week. Mike's fighting some bearded booger faggot. Can we say that on? You can't say that on any radio. What? So Mike's fighting some bearded booger fuck. And then, uh, eh. Well, Chris from BKLYN, what, what, don't you? you? You can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at M. Harrington. The M. Harrington, that is. Oh, uh, Saturday mornings, uh, myself and Premier Fight Picks talking about all the fisticuffs going down at the uh, UFC octagon. Fuck! Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. For if we don't find the next whiskey bar, I tell you we Die. I tell you we must die. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you we must die.
Say 